Hey everybody, welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Suntress here, some old business right up top. Man, you know you try and sometimes uh, you, you make a stupid mistake. On the uh, Len Wein tribute, I left out one of the interviews that I did with Len back in 2009. So if you downloaded the episode and it's only about uh, 15 minutes long or 17 minutes long, re, uh, re-download it because I have since revised it. I've added the other interview. It's about 22 minutes long now. And apologies. You know, you try. The runner stumbles sometimes. And uh, that was the really uh, good, uh, detailed interview with Len. It's an interview that I did with him at uh, Newsarama back in 2009. There's a video version of it as well, so if you're curious to see that, that's where the uh, picture from uh, the lobby card for this episode came from. But uh, I have since uh, edited it. I apologize. I'm sorry I didn't do it sooner, but uh, it has been fixed. Shout out to a couple of the League of Word Balloon listeners that uh, are like, hey, man, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but you forgot one of the <laughs> one of the interviews. And you go right from the intro to the last interview to the close. Oops, my mistake. It's been fixed. Uh, if you don't mind, re-download it. Uh, it was a nice talk with Len, and it was a detailed talk, so I hope you'll enjoy it. Okay, that's old business. Now on to new business. Nick Spencer joins us to wrap up Secret Empire. Uh, Secret Empire Omega comes out this week, and uh, this was recorded prior to uh, that release. But the main uh, points of Secret Empire are over, and uh, Nick is here to talk about the event, reactions to the event. It certainly was a controversial event, uh, but uh, we, we go through the mechanics as we do sometimes post-event, and uh, I always appreciate the creators that are willing to sit down and do that. It was a rough-and-tumble ride for uh, some of our Marvel characters, and uh, some didn't make it by the end of the event, but we all know dead isn't really dead in uh, the mainstream as far as uh, the big two. And I imagine that some of these deaths will not last forever, given the size of the characters and their importance to the cinematic universe. But this is a great detailed talk about uh, what happened in uh, Secret Empire and uh, what the ramifications are moving forward for both creator and the Marvel Universe. Nick Spencer, as Larry King would say, for the full hour. It's more than a full hour. It's almost two hours. Uh, but a good conversation here on Word Balloon. Brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you, League, for your support, whether it's uh, slapping me in the head and saying, hey, you forgot an interview in that uh, episode, dumbass, to uh, you know monetary support, helping me get to conventions and make connections. I, I can't thank you enough. Upgrading equipment. The League does it all, and I thank you very much, League, for your support. They do it through Patreon, subscribing to Word Balloon. It's not necessary, but it's certainly appreciated. And uh, if you think Word Balloon is worth your while and you appreciate the content that uh, you get here and can spare the extra dollar or, or $3, whatever you can spare, uh, go to patreon.com slash Word Balloon. And thank you very much for uh, that support. Word Balloon is free. It'll always be free. But if you think you can afford it, is worth, Word Balloon worth the uh, price of a comic book? I hope so. Uh, if you think so and, and can spare it, you can go to wordballoon.com. Click on the Patreon ad there or go to patreon.com slash wordballoon and uh, you can uh, sign up to subscribe. Thank you very much, League of Word Balloon listeners. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades and InStockTrades.com. There are some great collections available now at InStock Trades, including uh, a great story, an epic story from uh, Greg Pak, Planet Hulk Omnibus. This collects, let's see here. It has uh, Fantastic Four, 533 to 535, 
uh, Incredible Hulk 88 through 105, Giant Size Hulk number one, What If Planet Hulk, uh, Planet Hulk Gladiator, the guidebook, and a lot of material from New Avengers, Illuminati 2006, and Amazing Fantasy 2004, uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15. Isn't that ironic? Because the original Amazing Fantasy, of course, was the debut of Spider-Man. It's uh, how many pages, man? 656 pages for this omnibus. In-stock trades uh, price is 50% off. It's just $50. Pretty good big-ticket item. How about Punisher by Garth Ennis? It's another big omnibus that has a beautiful uh, Tim Bradstreet cover. And this is 1,136 pages of uh, Garth Ennis' Punisher, uh, both uh, from uh, Marvel Knights and also the... uh, Is this just the Marvel Knights stuff? Or does this include the Max stuff? Looks like it's just the Marvel Knights stuff, but it's uh, pretty amazing, man. Um, it uh, collects 1 through 12 of Punisher, then the 2001 Punisher 1 through 7, and 13 through 37, plus Punisher kills the Marvel Universe and a lot more. But uh, this is a great collection, including wonderful work from Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. 1,136 pages, 50% off. It's also $50 at InStockTrades.com. You can get the Star Wars Marvel UK Omnibus. How about that, man? Who writes this stuff? Who writes this stuff? Pretty amazing. I'm not seeing credits, though. But uh, it says, uh, Savor early stories by classic British creators. Tales slated for the U.S. series, but never published in America. So, uh, boy, this is some neat stuff from uh, back in the day. This collects uh, Star Wars Weekly 60, 94 through 99, and 104 through 115. The Empire Strikes Back Monthly, 149, 151, and then 153 through 157. Star Wars Monthly, uh, 159. The Ewoks Annual, the 1989 Star Wars, the official collector's edition, and even material from, remember Pizzazz? I certainly do. Uh, Pizzazz was uh, that great uh, Scholastic Books uh, magazine that uh, featured a lot of stuff from the Marvel Universe. Pizzazz, material from Pizzazz 10 through 16. Pretty funny, man. Uh, it's 808 pages. It's also 50% off and $50 from InStockTrades.com. So those are three big collections. We'll give you uh, cheaper collections on the back side as far as talking about other books. But uh, check it out for yourself. Don't forget, if your orders are $50 or more, you'll receive free shipping from my friends at InStockTrades.com. All right, without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Nick Spencer talking about the wrap-up to Secret Empire today on Word Balloon. All right, Secret Empire is over, and uh, there's a lot of fallout from that. Uh, you could say uh, in the comic book reading world, and you could say in the Marvel Universe as well. But uh, the man who's behind uh, Secret Empire is joining us again. Nick Spencer, welcome back to World Word Balloon. It's over. It's done. <laughs> I will never speak publicly again. This is my... This is my final interview. This is the exit time. interview for Secret this Empire? This is it. This is it. Wow, this that's a lot it. of I believe so. I, I, I believe so. I, actually, I think uh, I might talk to our pal uh, Dave Richards over at CBR maybe, but okay. uh, this would be better. Let's say that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do my best then. <laughs> and um, I know that you tweeted earlier that we were talking, and I saw at least one question. I'm, I'm going to see if there's more waiting here. I saw some very nice words. I saw uh, somebody say that, uh, that our talks were as good as the Bendis tapes, which is the highest praise imaginable uh, in podcasts. So yeah, no. whoever said that, 
Thank you. That's very sweet. Well, and I'll tell you, man, truly, um, we had Bendis tape-like numbers in terms of downloads. Hey, of fantastic. Conversations. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's, well, that's, and, I'll, I'll be sure to tell Brian that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Well, <laughs> okay, and I'm going to be obviously editing that cough out. <clears throat> no worries. Um, <clears throat> well, let me, let's, let's address the fiction first. Because, again, there is fallout. And uh, now, is Omega out Wednesday of uh, Labor Day week? No, it'll be out the week after that. Okay. Uh, it'll be out, I believe it's the 13th. Okay. Uh, that the, the Omega hits. Are back there... to our kind of every two-week schedule. We did, we, did, we did two back-to-back issues by virtue of adding the extra issue. And, uh, you know, we still were, were adamant about finishing our time. So that's why you got two issues two weeks in a row and then you'll get the epilogue uh here on the 13th and then uh the generations captain america which is really like my last uh bit of cap uh is at the end of the month okay and they and they've announced that wade and somni are taking over the steve rogers book in the most capable hands imaginable the the you know in my opinion you know the one of the best creative teams in comics. So uh, it's always hard to let these things go, but it, it's a lot easier when you know that the next guys are going to make you look terrible. So uh, so that'll be that'll be. I'm, I'm I, as a fan, I'm I'm genuinely really looking forward to that run. I understand, no, and I think Somnies. You know, <clears throat> you're right. The team itself on on Black Widow and and on Daredevil have certainly proved themselves. Wade has. Done wonderful Captain America runs before. In the Wade past. already has written one of my favorite Cap runs. So uh, you know, it, it, and I, I know a little bit about what they're doing and everything, and it's exactly what you'd expect from those guys. And um, you know, this is uh, you know they're pros; they know what they're doing. So, so yeah, stories in stories in really really good hands. You know, truth be told, when I pitched everything back in 2015. Uh, you know, I, I remember I said in the very first pitch document, I said, this is the best part. You know, the, the, the best part is when you come out of this, and Steve has to earn that trust back. He's got to do the soul searching. You know, he's got to do, he's got to do the road of recovery. Uh, and I was like, that's, that's, you know, from a story perspective, that's, that's the most exciting stuff that we have. Uh, but you know, on my end, even just schedule-wise, just in terms of what was humanly possible, there was no way I was going to be able to do that coming out of, you know, demanding Secret Empire has been, uh, you know, so to have to have it in those guys' hands, uh, you know, and to get to kind of just uh, with fresh eyes, uh, that's that's going to be a treat for me. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's get back to the fallout itself of Secret Empire in terms of. Yeah. Certain deaths, character deaths, and and everything. Because um, <clears throat> off the off the bat, I, I'll admit a, a, a plot point where I'm a little confused. Um, Maria Hill kills Bob. She right. kills. Uh, she kills. Yes, yeah, she kills the the that Zemo picked up in Steve Rogers Captain America. The uh, who is actually uh, is that Bob Blackout. from Hydra? No, no, it's yeah. it's it's Blackout. It's it's um, okay. Uh, you know, he he was one of the inmates and in Pleasant Hill, and he had, had this whole imaginary life there, uh, okay, yes, and yes. he never quite he never quite snapped out of it. 
And so Zemo uses him in the Zero issue to create the Dark Force bubble okay. uh, that traps New York. And then Maria Hill finds him in this prison thanks to some intel from Deadpool, which if you read the Jerry Duggan Deadpool tie-ins, uh, you know, this is kind of one of my favorite tie-in connections that uh, Wade, you know, supplies that intel. Um, and then that pays off in Secret Empire 8 when she kills him. Now, uh, going back to your question, uh, in one of the all-time dumbest moves I've ever made, I named this character Bob, uh, just thinking, well, what's a nice everyman suburban dude name? Bob, Uh, completely blanking on all of the, you know, Bob, Agent of Hydra brilliance that's already out there. And so, you, you know, plenty of people were were confused uh you know as to uh you know as to the use of bob secret empire it's just a coincidence there's more than one bob in hydra sure. uh <laughs> but no, no, but I, it, it was a it was a bonehead move on my part uh just you know not even what? you know maybe maybe my subconscious messing with me no and well again <laughs> you're well you're thinking of your story so i understand where you're coming from and also, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you, you know, acknowledge, all right, maybe, you know, probably a mistake or whatever in terms yeah, of putting in sure. those words. But that's fine. And frankly, and again, this is more about editorial. Uh, this is something that I think is a big problem with Marvel events in terms of things get way too uh, – things happen in other in other issues. I, I, I spoke to the, this about, about this with, with Slot during the Clone Conspiracy. Um, I mean, sure. that's, that's the thing, man. And, and, I, and I again, I understand – there's only so much room, and in fact, you again expanded the story even more to make it ten issues and stuff like that. But, sure. but something, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. There's something well, like this where it's yeah. like, well, if you had read Deadpool, you'd understand. And it's like, I get that. However, I didn't. No, and no, I'm sure, trying sure. to read Secret in, Empire. You know. Now, in our defense, I mean, on that front, you don't need to have read Deadpool at all. Like, like really, what? like, like, like you know, she shows up and she kills the guy. There was definitely confusion about me naming the character Bob, which yeah. again was, was 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 completely on me. Right? If she had uh, said blackout, I would have put two and two yeah. together that it obviously yeah. had to do with the New York sure. blackout and everything. Sure. Right, right, right. No, no, uh, and yeah. and and the you know, but we had a second uh, kind of tri- second level of trickiness on this story generally, um, which was both a blessing, both a blessing and a curse, both a plus and a minus was that we had spent a year building this story in Steve Rogers' Captain America. Right. And on the one hand, people really love that yes. because they're like, they're like, oh, you know, like, like I, I, you know, you didn't just spring this on us out of nowhere that we could watch it grow and build organically. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, that's part of the fun. The challenge of that is that when you, when you then go into Secret Empire and, you know, you're doing your Secret Empire Zero and your Secret Empire Free Comic Book Day and your Secret Empire Number 1 – there are a huge number of people that never read Steve Rogers, Captain America, Absolutely. who are suddenly coming into your story. So what was, uh, you know, a big benefit, you know, that you had, you know, I believe it was 16 or 17 issues of, of Steve Cap before the event to lay the groundwork. You still got to find ways to catch uh, the audience up on those things within your story. And, and I think we did a pretty good job of that overall. Like I, I, th- I definitely think that Steve Rogers, Captain America is still optional, you know, that, that plenty of people came in and just read the event, but uh, you know, I, I think it's, it reads as a much stronger story 
if you've read the cap run as a whole. Agreed. Uh, you know, I think it's more rewarding. So uh, always trying to find ways to build out the functionality and importance of your tie-ins and your precursor material. Uh, and even, even you know, things like the Zero and the Free Comic Book Day. There's loads of people who come in and pick up Secret Empire number one without picking up the Zero or without picking up the Free Comic Book Day. And again, you know, just every step you're you're faced for a while with this wave of new readers. I think we did it about as well as you can. Yes. But there will always be there will always be weak spots. And not only that, but I think that because the stuff that you're talking about has been abused pretty severely in the past where, you know, you had to read other books. Uh, I think that now even in the reader's head, there's. Sometimes when things are are covered quickly within the book, or you know whatever, they feel like they're missing something. You know, they feel like oh that must be something that's done in some tie-in that I'm not reading, even if it isn't. Um, I just think that you know because that's become such a part of the event landscape, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely a thing for us to to work to overcome. But you know, we tried very hard to make this so that there were. Uh, virtually no critical tie-ins. The only really critical one, uh, you know, and we tried uh, our best to get the word out about this was Captain America 25, which I really do kind of view as Secret Empire seven and a half or or, or whatever. Uh, remind because me it what happens so in much. 20, yeah, remind well, us. Well, that's what that's the issue where where the final cosmic cube fragment gets found and and where Steve declares war on Wakanda and New Tian. So there are things that we catch you up on at the beginning of Secret Empire 8, but to me, as a reading experience, uh, Captain America 25 was all stuff that I pitched originally in the Secret Empire outline, and as space was just getting tighter and tighter, uh, you know, we we needed to come up with another solution. And so, and and having, you know, a nice nice number issue like, like Cap 25 made us feel like, well... You know, we can bring this in. This is a Captain America story. So most of the many, you know, many or most of the people are, are going to be reading the Cap tie-ins already. Um, and so, you know, we felt like that one, we even did the cover dress on that one is the same as the Secret Empire cover dress and everything. And I know that, you know, in the the to be continued and everything that, that followed the story in seven, we we promoted, but it's still imperfect, you know? Exactly. Uh, well, that's, and, and, Nick, yeah. I understand. And I, and I, yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. I get it. And I, I'll admit I missed Captain America 25. Sure. And, and there you go. I mean, and, and again, I think you're right in terms of, yes, with limited real estate, you guys did the best you could yeah. to explain what was going on. And I just took the capture of Black Panther as, Okay, you know, there's another world and that's leader okay. that's kind of falling and, yeah. in and everything. And and, and 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 that's the thing is, you know, that's the art of it, hopefully. You know, if you get it right, that's exactly how it is. That you could pick it up and be like, oh, well, he got captured. That's okay. I don't feel like I missed anything there. Uh, you know, whereas if you read Captain America 25, you know, that was like a four or five page sequence, I think, you know. So, like, you got that extra material. But the goal is to make sure that it's still somewhat optional you know and and we didn't get a lot of complaints in between you know seven and eight of people being lost which tells me that we did an okay job in eight of catching people up on that but again these you know these things are perfect you know well but again that is where i would say in some cases and going 10 issues 
you'd think there is enough real estate to really convey all the big points and everything. I don't know. I, I ha- like I said, I have not read Cap Twenty Five. Maybe if I I'd, I should have read it and and would have a better handle on saying okay. But it sounds like it might have been something that really should have been in the main event. And again, this is me. Uh, you first of all, let's get this clear. And you know this. I have no beef with you directly, because again, you're you're. Ev- hey, man, everybody that's in charge of these events, editorial is still going to come in and say something like that to you and say we don't have room for it in the main story. It's going to have to go somewhere else, or you both come to that conclusion. But this is a problem, and and again, I'm speaking to Marvel editorial when I say this, and hopefully they're listening, and I'm sure they are to readers and stuff. But yeah, this is a, this is a problem, and it's it's been several events. Of you've got the main event, but don't you know? But we really suggest you read the supplemental because then you'll get the full story. As I just said, it was explained that way in the clone conspiracy. I think it, uh, I, again, a lot of other events you can look at, at things like that. This has to really, this really has to change because you go back to classic events that stand the test of time, and there's no other place to find it. I mean, I, I think to Crisis on Infinite Earths as a classic example of the story's there. The tie-ins were sometimes as meaningless as "Ooh, there's red skies," but but for the most part, you read those twelve issues, and you know if you're if you're a regular DC reader, you understand what's going on. And I and, well, I, and that's I have the thing, some, so, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I have I have some you know my general thoughts on this. Uh, sure. You know, a, a, a couple things. Yeah, please. I am actually a big advocate for making these actual the events themselves longer. Uh, I think one of the reasons why. You, know, you you saw more complete stories in those '80s era events. It's because they did run twelve That's issues. That's exactly right. Uh, that 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 you know that that whether you're talking about Secret Wars or uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, you know those you know those stories had the real estate within you know the main title uh, that you know they could they could get to most everything they wanted. I mean, I can certainly think of on both Crisis and Wars, you know. Some really worthwhile tie-ins that sure. that you know told told great stories, uh, but you know and and I, I think I've said this before. I lobbied for as many issues as possible. You know that 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 I you know that there was there was a lot of discussion about how long this thing could go, and we eventually settled uh, on nine uh, plus the zero. And I was from the from the start. You know, t- telling telling Tom, you know, it, this is going to be really, really tight, and it, and it's and it's you know, it's it's going to be hard for me to get everything that we want in, uh, in that amount of space, and they, you know, and and thankfully, you know, they came back and they were like, cool, you know, we can get you an extra issue that you know we're we're feeling good enough about this, and you know, we can see in the outline where you're saying you need more space, uh. You know, and even then, I was still like, still going to be tight, still, sure. still going to be really hard. Uh, and you know, that that for them is is uh, you know, for them that's that's a whole you know thing of of frustration and exhaustion and challenges and just you know other things. And they know that they're going to get some blowback when you know when when they announce that they're going to do extra issues of things. And uh, and in this case, it's even compounded. By the fact that uh, every issue is massively oversized, uh, 
um, you know, uh, all but one issue of this is over 30 pages. Yes. Um, most of them kept the 399 cover price. We didn't go out to 499 until the thing was pushing up against 40 pages. So uh, there was a lot of extra material to the reader versus, you know, what they normally get for the price point. Um, you know, so so I do feel like I tried to, you know, tried to try to help alleviate some of these things. Uh, in that way. But look, everybody has things about events that frustrate them. I really like them. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, to me, if I only wanted to do self-contained stories, uh, you know, I would just do image books that sure. a huge part of <laughs> that a, a huge, huge part of the, uh, you know, of the advantage of working at, at Marvel is that you you get to play in that sandbox and you get to you get to take advantage of this shared universe and this 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 you know line wide continuity. Um, so I'm actually you know and I, I remain you know like I no longer have one to sell. So uh, you know I, I now now my words on this can be taken as sincere. I genuinely like events like I I think I think when when you pull them off. Uh, you know, they are something that you can only do in comics. Agreed. Uh, and, you know, uh, but there have been a lot of them over the years. Yes. Uh, you know, there, you know, there have been increasing numbers of them. Uh, you know, I, I, I heard last year from loads of people, not from, not from DC themselves to their credit, but, you know, I, I heard so much about how, you know, from from fans about how DC had completely scrapped that model, how like, you know, like like how Rebirth was such an anti-event thing. And now I can't help but notice there are, you know, a number of DC events coming our way. Sure. And, sure. Uh, and 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 for the record, I, you know, I enjoyed the hell out of the first issue of Metal. I thought it was fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, I think they've got a great event on their hands there. But. You know, events, uh, whether you, you know, no matter how you feel about them, they are very good for the publishers. Sure. Uh, you know, they are enormously profitable. Uh, you know, even ones that don't, uh, you know, sell, you know, hundreds of thousands still end up being very profitable compared to your average comic. Of course. So, uh, you know, so, so it's not- I don't think that they're going anywhere. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, that, it's it's always good to keep an open ear and an open mind to what the customer can handle, uh, you know, financially yes. and time wise. Yes. Well, and more um, importantly, if I may, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, sure. but nah. it's not an argument against events, as you just said. Far too many. DC is in a point right now where, yeah, they are coming back to events. Marvel had a moment, I remember, in the early two thousands, where they said we're going to back away from events. It was really when uh, Joe. And uh, yeah, uh, and I'm forgetting his name, the old publisher, uh, uh, Bill Jemis. Yeah, Bill Jemis. Thank you. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, no, we need to concentrate on each book, and we need to kind of get grounded again and explain who these characters are and why they exist and stuff. And DC obviously right. had to do the same thing with Rebirth to kind of set things up. All that said, again, I'm glad that they, when they realize, yeah, you need more real estate, they're willing to give you an issue. But I think you understand that to a reader. That comes as well. You guys were once again unprepared, and you didn't. Of have, course, you had a game plan, and all of a sudden now, well, we need to expand the game plan, and it's just been happening too often, and and also too rapidly. 
and and as you say, yes, the customer only has a certain amount of a budget. It's a much more crowded shelf, shelf than it used to be. And again, that's why, and and I'm speaking editorial. This is what needs to happen. And you can't just they can't just keep shrugging and saying, "Well, we're doing the best we can." Frankly, you're not a Marvel editorial. Yeah, because I, I, because I mean, again, I mean, look, it look, looks look, bad. Here's, yeah, and again, and you know, I, Dick, forgive yeah. me because much like a Bendis tapes. I am I am complaining about a Marvel publishing problem to the writer, and you are the least likely person that can affect that level of change. I mean, you're involved, obviously, and I know you. Well, you no, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look, yes and no, because uh, look, look, I would, I would, nothing would make me happier than to step out of the way and say, direct all your files at at, at my bosses, sure. at editorial, sure. and, at, and at my publisher. However. The extra issue came because I begged and pleaded for it, you know, because I said I there I need more room. And, you know, at Marvel, there is a very strong emphasis on tr- on at least trying uh, to give the creators what they are in terms of stories. And, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons why it's a great place to work for a creator. Um, but. You know, uh, so as much as I would love to kind of say, Absolutely. you know, they they definitely did not come to me and say, hey, uh, we're making some good money on this thing. Can we milk it enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that wasn't the story. The story was I looked at this thing and was like, I now, you know, the thing I'll say in my defense is I express loads of skepticism about my ability to squeeze everything in that we wanted to squeeze uh, in the issues that were available. Yes. But, uh, you know, I still signed up and agreed to it at that number of issues. And I know that that's been the case for the last few uh, line-wide events that that we've all needed an extra issue uh, at the end. And um, it seems like no matter what number of issues they give us, uh, you know, we, we get to some point in these stories and we say, yeah, not enough room. And some of it is just, uh, I, to some extent, I almost wonder if the solution here, not straight out of the gate saying what the number of issues is, uh, you know, that, that's saying, look, until this thing is wrapped, we don't necessarily know. I don't think which, you could operate that way either, frankly. I really don't. It's, 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 it's a tough I mean, nobody likes to be made a liar on these things. Um, what we, you know, a couple of things that we tried to do on this one, we, you know, this does not mean that the end can sh- later. Uh, which only meant that we were trying to squeeze in even more in what was already uh, the most aggressively shipped Marvel event ever. That, that people don't quite get uh, how big this one was compared to, to you know, to most of our events. Um, but, you know, this ended up being, uh, I believe, 12 issues in total, uh, every oversized, and we shipped it all um, uh, the last week of April to the epilogue will be mid-September. Sure. That's that's insane. That shouldn't yes. be humanly possible uh, to do. And you know, I I know I said this on 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 Twitter, but I deserve no credit for the fact that that happened. It really came down to Tom and Alana and all of the artists. Uh, you know, were overworked in the extreme uh to get this thing out the door uh on the schedule but we did a summer event that began and ended in the summer 
you know, that, that, that sure. we, we didn't want to go into October and November or, you know, December or January. Uh, you know, we, we didn't want, uh, you know, this thing to, to go on forever. We wanted to do it in a very compressed time frame. Uh, but, you know, that put everybody on under an enormous amount of pressure, uh, you know, to deliver under the gun. So working yes. out things like like extra issues and putting things into Captain America 25 and stuff like that, um, you know, that was that, you know, those decisions had made on the fly, um, you know, in a way that even even by the standards of events. Uh, were pretty hectic. Well, and it, and also you dodged another bullet in terms of the resolution or the fallout in terms of other books or inspiring other books. Am I correct? Didn't come out after or, uh, before the wrap up of Secret Empire. Am I right? Yeah, there, I, mean, I mean we there, had, and, I, we and had, I don't know because again, yeah. I, I, I hey, I got I got a tight budget and can only buy so yeah. many Marvel books. So if something has already if Tony Stark is already dead in Iron Man before Civil War Two wraps up, all right. Um, you know, I'll, I'm I'm making yeah, a blatant we, obvious. We, you know, I'm example. very happy that we didn't have basically any of that. Yeah. Of that of that thing where you know whatever status quo changes you've uh, introduced get spoiled early as a result of delays in the book. Uh, you know that that. Um, that thankfully is 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 a bullet we dodged, yeah. and you know I, I'm I'm very pleased about that. Uh, so overall, like like you know I look at this and I say I know what the general complaints about events are. Um, I don't think that we got through that minefield, uh, you know, completely unscathed. <laughs> but uh, you know I think that we probably navigated it. Uh, about as well as was humanly possible yeah. uh, this no, year. So, no, I, so I'll, I'll take it. I think we survived it. I we'll put it you, that way. No, no, and, and again, honestly, this is – I'm very I, – I do appreciate when, when writers come on and are willing to have that this kind of frank conversation about stuff like this. Because again, it, yeah. Events I mean, are the – yeah. Events are the weirdest thing because you won't really want to do one. Yeah. It's like, like, and look, it's a big deal. It's, right. it's not sure that is. long a list of writers that have gotten to write a line-wide Marvel event. It's, it's, a, it's actually a, most of them are names that you'd like to see your name next to. Sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, so so everybody wants to do one of these, or at least I think you know most people want to do one. But you also know going, like, I'm going to get just the shit beaten out of me for the next year. You know, that, 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 that everybody knows when you're in that spot, uh, you know, you're going to take a lot of fire. And in our case, even more so because, you know, we were obviously spinning out of a story that had already gotten the Internet up in arms in a big way. And so when you do these things, uh, that that's coming. That, that uh, you know, I can I can count on one hand maybe – the events, uh, you know, since since you know, we'll say since Civil War, since kind of the modern rebirth okay, of, of Civil events, War, you know, Civil War. yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, since then, you know, we've done one or two of these a year, every year, and I guarantee you, you know, I could count on one hand the number of times that you know the the creative teams involved weren't dealing with you know this this you know kind of general broad event fatigue or event dissatisfaction or whatever you want to call it, 
it's pretty rare. Usually, you know, these these things are are the weirdest, and that everybody buys them, and then everybody complains about them. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's okay. That's part of the fun. But uh, you know, it's a weird thing in that you kind of know when you have for it. You're like, this is this is going to be an ordeal. Like this is, is you know, it's 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 going to be a test of survival on some levels. And then the nice part is when the dust settles. And everything calms down. They put out a hardcover of your whole thing, uh, you know, and it goes up on on Marvel Unlimited and places like that. People can sit down and just read the whole thing as a story. Just I, I sure. you know, not as an event, not as, you know, uh, divorced from all the sense in the PR and everything else. They can just pick it up and read it. And, you know, I from from what everyone, everyone else who has done these tells me. That's when it starts to get really good. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I have no that, doubt. That, that, you know, once people can sit down and consume the story that way and just take it on its merits and not all of the, the extracurricular nonsense, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, the rewards of it, I think, start to start to really come into play. I agree. And I think that you're right about Marvel Unlimited. Digital is such an interesting thing. It's still growing and i think uh i mean i'm i'm only i've only had marvel unlimited for a year for example yeah and as a consumer and i think you're right i think but again that's that's the problem it it's it'll be fine once it's collected and is on a shelf and it's just a story again but this is a periodical market that does rely for a moment from a majority readership standpoint on the episodic release the the months and 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 trying to get a story in and that again man that's the thing is I I get it and I and I think you're right and I think that will be the nice time for you when when the people that are on Marvel Unlimited catch up that is so I know went through the same thing with X Men and it's like sure. it's like God it's so weird it's a year later and people are just starting to read the X Men story on Marvel Unlimited and I'm getting all these yeah. you know answers on my Tumblr and stuff no man and then truly comparing this story. To that, uh, again, the the previous examples were all shorter stories. Uh, Cap Lives, the Dave Gibbons Captain America story that, again, had Cap being unfrozen in a totalitarian world. Right. Different, but kind of, you know, there's there's similarities, obviously. Sure, sure. The What If story about uh, the 50s anti-communist Captain America being revived first. And, right. and everything, well, that was all contained in one issue and everything. But no, honestly, on its on its own merits and stuff, I, I like I told you, man, I, I found this story intriguing. And I think it ended in, in a very uh, satisfactory way in terms of all the broad strokes and everything. And I think sure. the heroes were still heroes. There was an explanation of why Captain America was corrupted in a way that he was. We'll see what happens in terms of Omega. We've, we've gotten the Marvel lenticular covers. Uh, that that show Steve in jail. Uh, at least that's what it looks like in everything. Um, unless it's a hoax or an imaginary story. If I can be a DC yet, uh, Silver Age that person be for fair. two seconds, that would be fair. I think <laughs> I think on that one, uh, you know, and and you know, on that one, I believe it's 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 actually a cover for uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, but he took the cat behind bars one. So when you when you you know oh, do so your lenticular motion, the martyrs. Yeah. So when you, when you do the lenticular motion, uh, although if I were going to trust uh, Captain America in to anyone, it would definitely be Chip. 
So, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that that one, you know, because the way that the lenticulars are, it's it's just an homage to any other cover, so it it can definitely be like other titles. And so, so, so uh, was he's it, got was a the little original, Spidey behind bars? Was the original cat behind bars, and now it's Spider Man behind bars, or yeah, oh, yeah. see, so. there you go. Confusion. There you go. Hey, look, look, look. It's, 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 it's an insane amount of stuff out there right now, man. And now these with these lenticulars all over the place, there's two covers in the place of one all the time. Uh, so, you know, it, it, well, it's, it's uh, not, you know, there's, mention, it's a confusing marketplace. Yeah, not to mention, as you said, Generations issues coming up. For sure. Legacy is coming up. I mean, that's, you know, again, there's lots of plates spinning. And in fact... I saw you react to uh, Secret Empire 10 being spoiled in the New York Times. Nothing new. I mean, that's obviously <sighs> been happening the last couple of years. And also, I get it. I, I understand. I mean, there is that, hey, mainstream, in case you didn't know, this is what's going on in Marvel, and it's all coming to a head today. And so you do have to kind of spoil to, As... to, to get more readers in. Again, it's, it's, it's a periodical business. They need the magazine as writer, to sell. As a writer, it is it's never uh, something you can fully accept. Sure. You know, like I really want you to go in a book as blind as humanly possible. I, I you yeah. know, like I want you to know nothing. To be surprised. Uh, I want that last page to surprise you. Um, you know, I, I you know, and and so so it's very tough when they do that. But on the, you know on their side, a. They are a business. They're right. there to make money, and you know, mainstream media coverage can help drive people uh, into shops. It really does work. Uh, you know, I, I, sure. I think how much it works varies. Um, you know, like 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 I'm, you know, sometimes it means there's lines and lines around the block. Other times it just means a few people, you know, who haven't checked out comics for a while right. get reminded to check out comics. Yeah, half a dozen, you, a dozen they, people suddenly walk into the store but, that wouldn't. But have, I, I, I don't think there's ever been an instance where it didn't add anybody. Right. So, so I completely understand from their perspective. And the other thing that look, the other issue for them on this was the reality is, uh, you know, some shops now are getting the books on on Mondays. Even uh, it, it takes one iPhone taking one picture oh, yeah. uh, and it's all over the internet. And, you know, even with the, with the original Hail Hydra reveal, you know, the year before yes. we, it was nothing short of a miracle that we got all the way to, to Tuesday, but by Tuesday night, it was out there the night before, you know, the, like, it, the, the yeah, that it was just, it was just impossible. Now that that's kind of okay. You know, like, like that's, that's, and I appreciated on, on this last one, you know, that they waited, it was in the Monday New York times and everything. So it was, it was a thing where, you know, there wasn't so much time when it's a few weeks beforehand, it, it, it starts driving me crazy because it just feels like it's old news by the time the, book actually uh, comes the out. issue hits. Yeah. But then the retailers, but then you talk to the retailers and they're like, I wish you would do this a month before so that I could adjust my orders. Um, so there is, again, just like with all the event stuff, there is no perfect uh, answer Completely to these things. Um, you know, I look, I don't even when, you know, when when when, you know, some of our some of our friends who run websites uh, you know, spoil and leak stuff. I don't tend to get angry at them because like, I also, I understand that that is how they make their living. And, you know, like, like there are greater sins in the world than spoiling my comic book. But, uh, you know, I, I, so I, you know, I understand all the various motivations 
you know, and all the all the various you know desires for commerce uh, that drive these things to 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 get you know ruined in advance or spoiled in advance. Um, as a writer, it's it's always the toughest pill to swallow. Like it 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 just you know because again, I I want your reading experience to be sacrosanct. I want I want you know that to be untouched and. You know, thankfully, we very much pulled it off with most folks for the biggest thing, which was the Hail Hydra reveal at the beginning. Everything once we got away with that one, uh, you know, I could I could live with you know whatever surprises got ruined uh, along the way. I understand. That was that was the one that I kind of put all my chips in, and I give Marvel enormous credit. Uh, you know, they, they, they there's no doubt that they could have announced that thing, you know, months beforehand or whatever. And they probably would have had higher orders, um, you know, but, you know, they, they cared enough about pulling off that last page reveal, um, you know, that, that they, they cared enough about the reading experience and, and even just about, you know, my concerns uh, that they allowed us to, to do it that way. And so, uh you know, in, in terms of the New York Times thing, it's it's nice to have your name in the New York Times. It's never it's never the worst sure. thing. Well, absolutely. So. Well, and also you set up that scenario where we knew eventually there's there was going to be something. And obviously, when you introduced and in, I want to say the third issue, where the essence of Cap that's hiding in Kobolik, we didn't know it then, but yeah. there's another Cap out there, and it seems to be our Cap, and it seems to be the re- the, the the genuine Cap. So, so I, yeah. at least, I mean, that I, again, you yeah. did it in a, maybe a different way, but if you were following the story, I think by, you know, eight, when, Co- uh, it, I don't, do I always say her name wrong? Is it Koblik? It's uh, Kobik. Yeah, Kobik, excuse me. Kobik, yeah. So yeah, when Kobik kind of reveals, oh my God, look what I did. I gotta, you know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> to okay, me, right, to me, it seems like when going. you get to the end, yeah, to me, it seems like when you get to the end of the second issue. And you see that Steve that's that's oh, you know in her okay. as you yeah it's the second issue when when you when when you see him for the first time you know in the forest yeah. and uh, you know to me as soon as that happens you kind of know that these two Steves are on some version of a collision right. course you know like like whatever whatever form that takes and one of the first things that I said about this story like I remember like in the in in the retreats. Uh, you know, I said the narrative here is actually pretty straightforward. You know that 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 it's it's a it's actually a pretty simple through line on you know what happens to him, how it's reversed, what the, the you know what the final showdown is. All these things are you know there, there's not a, a bunch of twists in that part of the story. So I understand folks who were saying all that. Well, you know that seemed kind of, that that part seemed pretty predictable. It kind of ignores. How many times we surprised you along the oh, way? No, and that's fine. You know, it's the, the journey. It, yeah. Of course, it's the yeah. journey. And and you know, along the way, you know, almost every single I, one of these issues. I mean, in fact, you know, by the time we got to about the end of the fifth issue with the with the banner reveal, with the Hulk reveal, uh, people were just like every single one of these is just it's just surprise after surprise, and they're like, you know, how are they going to tie all these things up? And then we did over those next few issues. So I agree. The, the the A story, you know, the, the A story of, of Steve, you know, and what happens to Steve and how that all comes to a head, that's a very straightforward arc. Sure. And some of that was some of that was I did not want to take any risks with getting too clever by half 
uh, on that and doing any kind of like permanent damage to the character. Uh, you know, the, 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 and this was a, this was a thing from the start you know, that, that when we did Hail Hydra reveal, you know, people were just like, oh, my God, you know, you've ruined this character forever. He can never come back from this. You know, th- th- this is the one thing you could never do. Right. And we were like, we have a plan that, you know, we, uh, clearly we are not looking to ruin what is not just, you know, a national symbol <laughs> and one of Marvel's most storied characters, but also uh, like an intellectual property that is worth untold billions of dollars. Exactly. Like, no, we definitely have a plan for how he out of this unscathed. Uh, and some of the stuff from the last few days is just great because, like, one thing that you get to hear, obviously, is the, like, how I would have ended it kind of oh, things. God, you know, yeah. like, you, you, get, know. you get to hear people, like, like so, and so many of what people seem to argue would be, like, this, this uh, you know, uh, great ending to this would ruin the character irreparably forever. Like, it really would. Like, if you actually pinned all this stuff on, you know, the Steve that we all know and love, if he were in any way complicit uh you know you could never come back from that and so you know the 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 key here was uh you know making sure no matter what else you did like 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 no matter how good or bad your story was that you made sure that at the end of this steve rogers captain america the the you know the 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 character that we've been following loving since the 40s could come out of this and still be that character. Sure. Th- th- there was there was never any version of this, uh, you know, where that was not the case. Because like, who wants that on their tombstone? You know, like well, there's only room for a Hank that's Pym. The nightmare. I mean, it makes it interesting for <laughs> Hank Pym. Hank Pym can yeah. can bear that burden. Captain America can't. And again, it's, it's not a thing that you can do to that. To yeah, to 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 that character. And I mean, we're talking about. I mean, he, you know. Uh, you know, a hydrocap leveled a city and, you know, it killed, you know, untold thousands of people and, uh, you know, you know, put the put the country under Hydra and fascist rule. Like these are not things I look, I, I've, I think that I've 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 maybe talked about this example before, but I have enormous respect for how uh, the the Hal Jordan parallax story uh, to me, it, you know, like 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 when you when you read the through line of of the parallax story, it's really compelling. And then when you see, uh, you know, how what what Jeff Johns does, uh, you know, in Rebirth, and you know how uh, you know how he kind of explains parallax, uh, I think it's all really well done. But there's one thing about it that just as a fan drives me crazy, which is in the story, Hal Jordan. Uh, has kind of a moment of weakness where the stress of the job is starting to get to him in the face of uh, in the face of real adversity. Yeah, when Mongol and that blows gives, up Coast City, go on. Yeah, and that gives Parallax that small opening uh, to then you know to then Possessive. infect how. Yes. Yeah, and as much as I like all the elements of that story, it always drives me crazy that there's still a moment of culpability. You know, there's still a thing of Hal had this moment of weakness, and that's what put Parallax in the door. And all the things that happen after that is a result of that. And so when I was sitting down and, and breaking this story down, I was like, I, I, I don't want Hal to have, I, I, you know, I don't, want, I don't want Steve to have 
like that moment of weakness that I want everybody in the Marvel universe to, to look at what happened to Steve and say, there was no way that you could have prevented that. You know, that that there's, there's no, there's no moment of weakness. There's no error. There's, you know, there's, 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 there's no example of carelessness or whatever that then opens the door for all these things. And that was really important when we were doing standoff and when we did the 75th anniversary issue, which was really when the change happens, you know, that, that, that I had to make sure that, you know, Steve was only trying to do good things that, that, you know, that there was no way that he could have seen it coming or prevented what Kobik did. him. And so no matter how people feel, you know, if you feel like the ending is in any way like a cop out or, you know, shielding Steve, uh, from these things, I will happily uh, take that over, uh, you know, the thing that you did didn't fix the character, and now I view him as uh, a fascist who destroyed a city sure. and killed a bunch of people. Sure. Uh, so, you know, that, that's 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 really important to me that that character never, you know, that the character was returned as I found him, um, and uh, you know, to to just, it just he still has a really compelling, interesting story of earning people's trust back on that instinctual level that they might, they might know that he didn't do those things and they might've seen him fight that other version of himself. And so they, you know, certainly in a world where there are scrolls and LMDs and everything, the average person can, you know, can, can make the connection of, Oh, there's two different ones here. Uh, And that was important to me, but at the same time, uh, you know, I didn't, I, 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 I you know, I wanted the, the climb back to be one that's more emotional and spiritual than like logistical, you know, that, that it's not about, you know, needing to retcon anything that it's, that it's just about, yes, they know it wasn't him, but at the same time, they've been afraid of Captain America for so long now, or, or somebody, you know, wearing that face did something horrible to them. Uh, and, you know, so Steve's got to kind of confront that. And the other thing that's interesting about Steve now is so much of what happened, um, you know, people went along with it because of his value as a symbol, you know, that, that he could advocate for things as he was coming up to power, as he was hiding himself in plain sight, uh, you know, so much of why people went along with some of those things is because of the trust he inspired in people. No question. And so now, you know, if you're Steve, I think you have this really interesting question of like, is what I do a good thing? Like that, like if people think that they can trust me so completely that somebody wearing my face can get away with all these things, is this a beneficial thing for the world? You know, that, that, that does the good of this outweigh the bad. And so those are like tough existential questions that Steve now has to ask, even though he wasn't, you know, directly responsible uh, for the things that HydraCat did. So there's still like a lot of fallout and and repercussions to dig there. I hear you and I agree with you. And I, and again, that's why I found the story intriguing to begin with. We knew he would eventually get back. Slot had the same kind of scenario problem coming out of superior Spider-Man. Peter is in control of his body again but can't erase what Dr. Octopus did as Spider-Man. Right, right. He's still, he's still got those consequences. You know, and, and I mean, the, 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 the key difference is obviously, you know, the comparisons to, to, to Dan's Spider-Man story, uh, you know, are, 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 are pretty clear. Uh, you know, Dan had a couple of things. 
that were different. One was that Otto had decided to be a hero. You know that that he hadn't really decided; he'd been influenced by Peter uh, into becoming a hero. Yes. And so, as you went through those thirty issues or what have you of Superior Spider-Man, uh, you know, like you learned to kind of love Otto in his own Absolutely. way. Absolutely. You know that that whereas we were telling the story of a straight up villain the whole time, and so people were never like going to get on Hydrocap's side. Sure. You know they they were never gonna they were never gonna you know come around to him uh, in that same way. Um, you know, and uh, the other thing was that you see the ghost of Peter. Uh, you know, in in the first issue of Superior Spider Man, so like. You know, there were a couple of Agreed. of months there oh, yeah. where it was where it was insane. But then, you know, they gave you that release valve. Our release valve didn't come until the second issue of Secret Empire, so it had been a year right, of after hard feelings. Issues of setup in Steve yeah, Cap. It, it had been a, it had been a year of 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 you know putting the reader like through the ringer, and so it makes you know it makes the it, it makes the story a tougher sell in, in, in some ways, you know, that it, that it, makes it uh, a, a more bitter pill to swallow uh, just because of what we put the reader through. And, you know, uh, I had a nice, like kind of post-mortem talk with, uh, with, with the editor on this with Tom Brevoort, okay. uh, you know, and we talked about that, you know, that just like we put the reader through a tremendous ordeal, you know, yes. that, that like, really, I can't remember a story that, delayed satisfaction for this long uh you know and let the heroes get this low for this long you know the, the probably the only thing that i can think of that that you can compare that to is dark rain you know sure. that that you know dark, dark rain really put the heroes through it for a long time but even in dark rain like lots of heroes could still kind of operate uh you know in a normal fashion whereas this you know interrupted the entire marvel universe right. and you know so when you punch the reader in the face that many times, which is, is kind of what we were doing, you know, uh, you know, you, you accept that even, even when you give them the big heroic win, uh, you, you kind of accept that for a while, they're still going to be angry, that they're still going to be, you never should have done that, or it wasn't worth sure, it, or sure. whatever, you know, like, like that, that's, that's all, they're, they're, they're still, they're still in the trauma. Um, but, you know, what I did try to do um, with this story was once you really get to the end of seven, like like after, uh, you know, after Black Widow's death and, you know, when Sam hold, puts on the costume again yes. and holds up the shield from there on from eight, nine and ten and, and Captain America 25 in there as well. Uh, you know, I said over those four issues. We are going to go for as uplifting and heroic sure. and exciting as we could go. You know that that we wanted to be upbeat uh, through most of that. You know that 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 as much as we could through those issues, everything was going to feel more like heroes were fighting back and heroes were winning. So I think again, when you sit down and you you know you read the whole thing, you know hopefully it will it will show on the page that. After all that we put them through, that third act is, you know... Heroes being heroes. Yeah, it's, it's nothing but, uh, you know, heroes letting go of these ghosts and regrets 
coming together, trying to save lives, trying to do what's right, putting their own lives on the line, and in the end, coming out victorious. Yes. We laid it on thick, you know, like 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 especially in that last issue, you know, I, you know, the. the, the we're going to go as capper with this as we can, you know, that like we're, we're going to, you know, it's, it's going to be as feel good as, 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 as we can make it. And I, even in the, you know, in the first retreats when we were talking about this, I said, you know, and, and probably, you know, we, we'll discuss this a little bit more, but I said, I really want this to end on a shot of the heroes assembled and triumphant. Like I did not want to do the nesting doll ending. You know, uh, I didn't want to get to the end and then pull the rug out from under them and say, and now here's what the next six months of books are. Or, you know, uh, yeah, well, you know, look, look, you say that you say that. But having just done this ending, I can tell you that in the same way that there is a big wave of people who complain when you do that, there's a big wave of people who feel like that kind of ending is too pat, you know, that it's that it that it's that it's too open and shut. There's no way to win these things, but, uh, but, you know, for me, sometimes that works amazingly well. Like, like we just talked about dark rain, you know, and, and when secret invasion does that with Norman at the end yes. and you know how it leads into dark rain, that is incredible. Agree. You know, that, that, that that's, that's, that's an, that's an empire strikes back moment sure. in the Marvel universe. And, and with, and with the first civil war, the first civil war, I love because it's kind of a stealth ending. Uh, you probably remember this. Like, uh, you know, I was a fan when the first Civil War hit. And to hear people talk now, that ending was universally loved. But at the time, uh, I remember what the Internet was with saying Cap's about it. Death. Which, yeah, that, well, because because it didn't actually end with Cap's death. Cap's death happens in ha- Cap, Cap's death happens in Captain America. Right. The, the ending of Civil War is Cap tosses the shield and, and you know, d- d- right. stops Says in the middle of the stop. fight with Tony. Right. And says this has to stop. People were furious. Yes, they were. Like people, people called that the biggest cop out ending. Uh, you know, like 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 I, you know, like I, I remember watching uh, the response to that ending and just kind of laughing even at the time. Absolutely. The only point being that sometimes the kind of instant feedback on these endings uh, can be really deceiving. Sure. That you know, just just using that as as maybe the best example ever. I definitely remember people saying that that was a pulled punch of an ending, that that was a cop out of an ending. And what do you know? That ending netted us one of the greatest Captain America stories of all time, one of the best Iron Man stories of all time, all kinds of great initiative stories. Um, You know, that 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 all of that happened because of that ending. Um, And so, you know, I certainly wouldn't suggest that we're going to pull off anything like that here. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, in terms of fallout and repercussions, uh, there's more to the picture than what's immediately, Absolutely. you know, that, 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 that there's more coming. The one thing that I will say, we put a real focus on here and I kind of credit the, 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 the films for this as well. Um, which is, we really wanted to make sure that as you do tell stories about the fallout of this, that they don't become super referential of the previous story. You know, that for instance, like when you went and saw Captain America Civil War and it introduced Spider-Man, that was a huge deal. Or when it introduced Black Panther, that that, that was a huge yes. deal. As the Spider-Man movie hits or the Black Panther movie especially, I think, hits, uh, you know, you'll see that those stories, 
that they previously told are acknowledged and are connected, but it's not every five minutes somebody saying, hey, remember during Civil War? Or, you know, like, sure. like hey, you know, remember when that, that thing happened in that other movie? Yeah. Because you want you want your new readers to be able to jump in. So, like, when, you know, Wade and Somni do Captain America, you know, I, I don't know, but, like, you know, based on what little I understand and everything, it's not that every third page they're going to be like, and, man, Secret Empire was a bummer, right? <laughs> you know, like, like it's it's you're going to be able to read that. It's, you're going to be able to read it, and if you have the context of Secret Empire, you'll be like, okay, this is why Steve is in the place that he's in. If you didn't pick up Secret Empire at all, and you pick up Captain America number one, you're, you're fine. Sure. And that's that. That was really important in the books that we planned for the next phase. That you know, it didn't feel like uh, you know the the like you were picking up on a to be continued cliffhanger from the event. That you know that those books and some of them haven't been announced yet, but uh, you know, as those as those books come out, you know, they need to be their own story, and yes. they you know they, they 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 need to be their own thing. But if you've read Secret Empire, you'll be able to be like, oh, that's why he's acting like that, or you know that, that or you know, or there'll be some you know some references to it. I understand, but but none of that is about is about you know wanting to like close the door on things. It's just about making sure that every book that we do. You know, getting back to like the shooter rule, you know, that, that maybe you can't do every issue is somebody's first. But certainly when somebody picks up the first issue of a book, they should be feeling like they're coming in on the ground floor. Yes. Uh, you know, so 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 the way that we handle Fallout is 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 different than I think some things in the past. Where you know you, you, there was a giant banner over the books that said, well, you know, aftermath. like this is yeah yeah event yeah, aftermath, the, the, and I and I hated the, those books, and I yeah, hope that just, I hope that yeah. the market also maybe showed maybe we shouldn't do that because like no the story is over that, move yeah. on exactly exactly so so I like how we're following up on this okay I'm sure that some people will say that it's that you know like like that we put too tidy a bow on it and moved on to the next thing. But I think if you really look sincerely at the books, you'll see kind of the shadow of this event uh, across a lot of them. But as an entirely, you know, bonus feature to what you're reading that, that, that you know, you well, can take the book on its own. Let's address well. one of those, because I think I think this is one of the ways that the event succeeded. The way Kingpin kept people going during the darkness in New York. And there's that great conversation between him and Daredevil, and it's like, what's what's your agenda here? What is going on here? And- that has been one of my favorite things to now, you know, now, you know, there's a little bit of light getting shined on that aspect of the story. And I'm just so excited for, you know, for uh, for what Charles is doing. I'm a big fan of his of his Daredevil run. To- and, uh, uh, you know, that to me. You know, I'm not going to say much, you know, it's it's Charles's story and, you know, uh, and all that, you know, but like uh, for me, uh, that's how you do it. That, yeah. that again, the, the, the bits in Secret Empire, you can take on their own, you know, that 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 that, that can just be that confrontation sure. and that story. But if you're reading Daredevil and, you know, like, you know, that that happened that really gives you a really nice extra layer of frosting on the cake. Definitely. You know, that, 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 that it, it just, it, it just gives you that, that extra thing. And that, that to me, that's, that's shared universe stuff, uh, working at its Agreed. best. So, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very proud of that. And, you know, uh, like I said, 
real excited for for what Charles has in store. Now explain to me because again and and in a to a lesser degree, however, the movies have certainly puffed her up. The death of Black Widow is yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. And and look, you know, uh, I, I think I've been upfront about this. Uh, you know, from the start, there are deaths that you hope are you know permanent and lasting, and then there are deaths that you know you hope it nets you a good story. You know that 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 you hope that there's you know something interesting to be gotten out of that. On my end, uh, you know what I can say is she had to die in that story. Uh, that that you know the, if you look at the way that we laid out the Nat and the champion story, Nat had to give up her own life at the end of it. That there was just that that you know in order to get Miles to where Miles needed to be, in order to kind of put a punctuation mark on her part of her story and and her journey through like you know what is permissible uh you know what can i do to this person that's my friend and that i care about after after you know so much has been lost uh you know that that for nat to choose self-sacrifice is a huge huge moment for that character um and uh, you know so she needed to die in that story as far as the future of that character look readers are not stupid Right. Like like I, I understand she's 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 Black Widow. Uh, this goes back to the you know, the the thing that Matt Fraction used to say about about character deaths, you know, and like uh, the Houdini act of it. Um, and so, again, we had a number of deaths in Secret Empire. Yeah, tell me also. Uh, all right, Rick Jones, Black Widow. Rick Jones, uh, Black Widow uh, in uh, in Deadpool, Phil Coulson died um you know and then obviously we had the destruction of las vegas uh which is an awful lot of folks but any heroes Um, in that or villains in that destruction of las vegas any i mean again you know you you hate to be cavalier you know what what, i'm I'm gonna give i'm gonna give that a a big no comment right now um but you know there's 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 interesting stuff to unpack uh you know in in a city like and particularly a place like las vegas uh, being wiped off the map. And, and so uh, there's definitely, you know, again, when you do all of these things, uh, immediately your next question is, okay, so what's the story? Like, like what, what, what story do you get out of that happening? Yes. Um, and, you know, so there are, there are certain things that happened in this, in this story that I, I look at and say, man, I really hope that sticks. Like I've, I've been upfront about it. Like I don't, own or control the character or have any say uh but you know i hope that the rick jones death is not undone lightly yeah we talked you know about the I, last I, time we talked go on i personally you know i i really think that you know that 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 death is um you know important to how the story lingers uh you know and there there you know there are other things that i'd like to see stick um you know and then there are things that again it's about the next story that it gives you. It's, 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 it, you know, it's about what, what's to come from that. And, you know, uh, you know, when you did, when we did death of captain America, you know, like uh, it was amazing how the whole world freaked out. But those of us who had read comics for ages were like, yeah, but you know, like, like the interesting story is, yeah, the interesting story is what happens in between right. or, you yeah, know, like, like, like what this does, what this does next. Um, you Johnny know, Storm, and another example of that. Yeah, Johnny Storm, another great example. You know, in your heart of hearts, these characters are coming back when they go away. 
it's the it's a question of what's the story that you get out of out oh, of it. Yeah. And in and in this case, we have a couple of stories coming uh, that I'm I'm really excited about. Neither of them have been have been announced, okay. but uh, you know, hey man, the Johnny, uh, yeah, the so Johnny Storm story. We all knew he was coming back, but that grieving issue that Hickman did, and my favorite moment is right. when uh, the thing has Thor, the Hulk, and I, maybe Hercules, I forget who the powerhouses is, to get his anger out and basically lets the thing beat them up or at least spar with them. Yeah. And then yeah. it ends literally with him sobbing in the chest of the Hulk. And it's like, yeah. that's fantastic. And then again, that, no, exactly. so you savor those moments while you keep in the back of the head that, yeah, of course he's coming back. You know, and we don't know exactly. When. But for now, John, or or the rooftop conversation between Spider-Man and Franklin. And Spider-Man yep. makes that connection of, I know what it means when your favorite uncle dies. And it's like, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I think it's I think it's really interesting how I, I think that the success of these of these hero deaths uh, you know, in spite of knowing, you know, that, that the resurrections might be coming or that the revivals might be coming, uh, you know, to, it, to me, it really is interesting how they seem to succeed or fail based on the 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 ability of the writer to be sincere in selling it. You know, that 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 with, with the death of Johnny Storm, you know, obviously Jonathan had the whole thing mapped out. You know, like 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 the you know, like he knew, but he was able to get into the moment enough that, you know, you got real emotion out Absolutely. of it, you know, that 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 uh, and, uh, you know, I did a I did an issue years ago of Secret Avengers uh, during Fear Itself uh, that was just a big talking heads piece uh, of Black Widow, coincidentally enough, and uh, like a bunch of newspaper reporters talking about. Uh, talking about superhero deaths and, and deaths in the Marvel universe, and uh, you know how sometimes those star how, how sometimes those scars can last, uh, even you know when 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 the death seems to be undone. Um, and you know I think that that's what's really important in these things is to just make sure that there's an underpinning of real emotion uh, in the stories and. Uh, I, I think we've got I think we've got a lot of that coming. Interesting. So, okay. Um, yeah. So I, I feel good about it. Are there any other significant deaths that I'm forgetting in terms of hero or villain? <sighs> you know, I'm trying to think. Uh, right now, I'm 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 drawing a bit of a blank. I mean, obviously, on the Hydra side, we right. you know we had Elisa Sinclair, who was you know a huge part of that new Hydra, um, and uh, in general, and we'll deal with this a little bit in the Omega. One of the things that we got out of this story that I that I really like is Hydra have like this whole new reason for being now um, that because of the the alternate history that COVID created, um, they've got kind of a new religion to them that, you know, they believe that they won World War Two, like they believe that that, you know, that's the true and correct history uh, and that the world was stolen from them and you know, for, for for a group like Hydra that's, you know, kind of existed with these kind of ambiguous desires for world domination, um, you know, something that I'm hopeful sticks, uh, you know, is that new that that, you know, that that new uh, sense of being wronged that Hydra has, you know, uh, sure. that that, you know, that they're from now on, they're always going to believe that the world rightfully belongs to them. 
and was stolen from them through deception. Um, and, you know, th- that is just that's totally different than just we're bad guys and we're here to conquer the planet. Uh, you know, this this gives them much more of like a sense of righteous indignation, which uh, they, you know, I think we make pretty clear in the final issue. They're wrong. But, you know, if they choose to believe it uh, as a cause, it's you know, it's 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 going to functionally be the same. Agreed. No. And I think uh, and you're right. And it does give them it fuels their belief that their way is the right way. And of yeah. course, the best villains are the heroes of their own story. And, and exactly, this, and exactly. This, yeah. They get to be so much more of that now. Yes. You know, the, the Hydra don't have to be mustache twirling. And, the, you know, another character that this is hugely impactful on is Absolutely. Zemo. Absolutely, and that's what was You know, that, that, that Zemo, because, because he's, you know, he believes now that Steve is his best friend. You, we've just taken one of the creepiest villains in the Marvel Universe already and, you know, just made him a thousand times creepier. Now he loves Steve. You know, like, 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 uh, you yes. know, all he believes is, is that, you know, uh, that, that, you know, Steve is, Steve and him are lifelong best pals. And, uh, there's always been that weird current with Zemo. So to now have it so explicit, um, you know, is I think going to be really interesting for him. And, and of course, of all the people, uh, to believe this past where, you know, he had a loving and doting father and where he had this best friend in Steve, uh, you know, if there's one person who's never going to give up the ghost on that, uh, it's Zemo. So, uh, you know, he has, uh, you know, a, a lot of story potential coming out of this. And But, yeah, in terms of deaths, uh, you know, Elisa Sinclair was a very big deal that we built up for yes. a long time. And then she died. Then she died pretty suddenly. And so, uh, you know, uh, who knows what can happen in the future uh, with a character like that? I was always really pleased with how how she seemed to connect with the audience and uh you know uh as as you know as madam hydra i think you know she filled a, a kind of an important role that's bounced around from a lot of characters so uh you know and i, I i'm a i'm a big sucker for that like i like when you have those identities that keep getting kind of uh passed from one person to one person i uh you know, I, I, I when I see them in in books that I'm doing, I tend to really try to find the permanent host. You know, like I I, I really try to find like like who that person is, uh, and and try to make it stick. And and I, I think we did for 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 Madame Hydra here. So uh, so you never know what what could what could happen next with her. Understood. No, I agree. Um, let's let's address the elephant that that's been in the room. And unfortunately, I think with timing. Um, again, you you planned this story out in 2015, and in, in the yeah. midst of this, in, you know, event early, early 2015. Do you remember, do you, John? Do you even remember what the world was like in early 2015? Yeah, obviously no, uh, no, I don't, because each week there's a new level of anger and frustration with what's yeah, going yeah. on, and yeah, I, and we share that we share the same politics. I, you know, I it's yeah, I, I'm shaking my head and you know, shrugging. What else? What else can you say? And and again. Um, I've ma- I I know we we compared Secret Empire to Man in the High Castle when we were initially sure. talking in a much more innocent time, pre-election, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But I, I'm totally I'm totally fine with that. I'll I'll take that comparison any day of the week. It's you know like it's it's a story that I absolutely love, and uh, you know I think that I I I understand that there are warring opinions on these things, but 
I personally am, uh, and I'm of the firm belief that this kind of fiction is more necessary in times where you feel like you're confronting these I things uh, than when you're removed from it. And I understand that, that folks' tolerance level for it or, or whatever might vary. You know, like I totally – I completely respect people who looked at this and said – this feels too close to home for right. me. This isn't the time uh, you know, to, to I, play what if. I don't want to look at this in my escapism because I'm dealing I with totally, this in our reality. Sure. I totally understand anybody saying this is, you know, in the same way that, look, look you know, like this is a much more like minor type. But like in the same way that loads of people look at really, really well-made horror movies and just say, sorry, I don't like horror. I don't want to be, I don't want to be right. scared. Like it's, I don't want to be it's, pushed it's just that not far. for me. That, well, uh, 9-11, you know, like, dude, right after 9-11, yeah. the last thing I wanted to see was a confrontational film. And it's like, guy, can I just go to the movies yeah. and just see? The, the, and, and really, of all things, right. it was Ghost Story. The uh, the yeah. all, you know the indie movie and stuff with with right. Scarlett Johansson and stuff, and I was like, right. oh god, this is just such a great little personal story that has nothing to do with the madness that we're dealing with in the real world right now. Absolutely, absolutely, and you definitely see you know that instinct and that that sure. that push and pull, you know, of the thing of just like people just loads of people are just like, I just want escapism right, right. now. Like like I I'm freaking out when I look at the news and you know like 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 the last thing I want to do. Is is pick up my books and you know my hero like have to deal with it all over right. again and especially yeah especially this yes. one because like this was taking this was taking you know the character that was you know uh, if if you believe that fascism is is being reintroduced into the world and you know if you believe that 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 these ideas are kind of getting you know new new life uh, in an unsettling way you know there is virtually no character in fiction. Uh, you know, who, uh, you know, has had the role of fighting that belief system more than Captain America. Like that, you know, that is, you know, so I totally understand, uh, you know, anybody saying this story is not for me. Now, there is an enormous difference, however, between saying this story is not for me and saying this story should not exist. Agreed. And, you know, where I'll check out is when you start saying you never should publish this. Uh, you know, my belief is there are also a load of other people who really want to see a story of heroes fighting this. And now that the story is finished and you can see that the heroes do in fact unite, that they do in fact fight back, that they do in fact come out triumphant, that that character that you say is, you know, is, is, is the lasting symbol of fighting this is the guy that puts the is the guy that puts the enemy down. Yes, the final blow comes uh, from Captain you know, America. That, yeah, that this is that all of these things, uh, uh, you know, do happen. So now, now I suspect uh, a lot more people that want a story of heroes fighting fascism, which there will definitely be demand for in this day and age. Uh, you know, like they'll they'll pick up this book, be able to read it as a whole, and I suspect for them it will be. Uh, kind of a different experience. Um, you know, I do believe that there is enormous value uh, in fiction confronting these things, not just when it's at a safe distance, uh, but when it's right up next to you. Uh, I still believe that there are persuadable people in the world, people who change their minds. And I, you know, and I do believe that you can use allegory in fiction to change people's minds on things uh, and make people see things in a new light. Uh, you know, I do think that, you know, having figures that 
that people look up to and admire, like these, like they do these characters. I think having them say, no, this is wrong and this is wrong, it, it helps solidify in people's minds that, yes, in fact, these things are wrong. Uh, and, you know, we were unambiguous about this from the start. Like, there's been a lot of talk about, like, uh, we have said, uh, you know, in, in, in a variety of different ways that, look, this isn't a commentary on one specific time. It's not a commentary on one specific place. It's not a commentary on one specific person. Uh, but it does have things to say. Sure. You know, that, 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 that this is a story uh, that we think is, is, is about a confrontation uh, between value systems that are completely incompatible with things that we view as good and just, uh, you know, and that this is very much an anti-fascism story. We've worn that on the sleeve from the start. So when people kind of say, like, you said it wasn't political, uh, like, that's not exactly what we said. What, what, what we said is we're not, like, looking at the newspaper and then, like, uh, you Let's know, I'm not that. getting in front of my keyboard and, and, and being like, how can I respond to that? We didn't even have the ability to do that with how far these things have to be planned in advance. Back in 2015, like early – it was, it was, I believe, February of 2015. So nothing about American politics uh, in particular had, had nothing. There, nothing had happened uh, you know, that, that people think that this story is a commentary on. Largely, I was looking around the world, and it, there was particularly, you know, a lot of things that were happening in Europe, all over the all over the map. Um, you know that that I was I was seeing new conversations about nationalism, and I was seeing, you know, really strong anti-refugee sentiment, yes. and uh, you know, anti-immigration sentiment, and you were seeing, you know, all of a sudden these these like fascist parties. Uh, you know, like post way better than expected uh, results and elections and everything. And I was like, this is this is interesting that, you know, like these things that when I went to school, like they taught us these are kind of the, the fundamental tenets of fascism. You know, that these are these are the things that fascism start with. And, you know, you're just looking around and being like, you know, it, 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 it certainly looks like we're entertaining these ideas again. And so I was like, well, there's definitely a captain america story in that you know yes. that there's that there's that there's definitely a story in that and how i even came to captain to captain america being the hydra agent was a complete happenstance thing really that rick had set up a story of uh a variety of of hydra plants all throughout the marvel universe and i had looked at it and uh, you know and said uh i don't think i can do that story like that sounds like an event and it sounds like you know, a bunch of other people's books and things that Rick could, could do, but that, you know, like, like, I don't think I can do it. And so I started saying, well, who's like the one person, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, like who's the one person that everybody would trust and everybody would look to. Uh, and that was obviously Steve. And so it was really, you know, kind of a marriage of those two things. And the other, the other thing, not, you know, like, like if, if we're going to get into like the allegory of it, uh, the other thing that we've seen across the world, regardless of whether or not a government is uh, right wing or left wing or whatever, uh, we've seen increasing executive power. Uh, sometimes we don't mind it because it's it's by it's by people that that, that we support yes. or that we like. Uh, but really, it's it's a dangerous thing. Like, it, sure. you know, like like you can say, well, you know, he did a nice thing with it. But 
you know, increased executive authority is has typically been another one of those markers of a society that's dabbling with fascism more. And so, the, so the other thing that I saw in you know in the plant being Steve uh, was you know that that you could do this story of somebody giving one person way too much power, um, you know, and you could do the strongman act. Uh, you know, because you had somebody that nobody would, would, that everybody would be afraid to question and that, you know, nobody would second guess. Uh, so, you know, so there were all these kind of building blocks and then, you know, everything that happened in the world from, you know, from, from, from then on, our train had kind of left the station and I looked at it every single time and just said, look on the things that, that, you know, are coming in closer uh, you know, this is your job. Your job is to kind of read the tea leaves, especially when you're writing Captain America, which is the book that, you know, typically has commented on the state of the world more than probably any other major superhero Agreed. book. Uh, this is, this is part of your job. You, you know, you, you read the tea leaves, you see which way the world is going and you try to do your best commentary. That's, that's, that's possible. Uh, as you know, as the real world kept, you know, getting closer or whatever, or just even, you know, even if, even if, you know, just, just leaving my own personal opinions out, even just as the sentiment, uh, of that, uh, grew, like, you know, it was really important to me to just stay on target, to do the exact story that was in my head at the beginning of 2015. And if I would have started, you know, seeing something on TV and rushing over to the keyboard or like trying to do, you know, lettering changes at the last minute based on, you know, whatever, whatever Twitter was exploding about uh, in that moment, uh, you know, the story just would have been an absolute disaster. Um, and so as a, as a thing that I know some people think that it's too timely, uh, I'll, that's a thing that I'll just never apologize for. Um, you know, I think that we were as responsible as we possibly could have been, uh, with the narrative that, you know, Hydra and Hydra cap were depicted as villains, Agreed. uh, from start to finish that, you know, every time, anytime, uh, you know, anytime Hydra cap kind of did something, uh, that you might even just look at and be like, wow, that's a really capable thing, you know, or like, like, you, you know, like when he kills the red skull or something like that. You know, and, and you're like, oh, OK, uh, like I, a little clock would start in my head. of Now I have to show him do something despicable, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, that, 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 that like I can't I, I, you know, like I was very conscious the whole story of like I did not want the wrong people to be able to take the character and look at him as a mascot, you know, that 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 I wanted to make sure uh, that, you know, we were we were demonstrating very clearly within the story this is a very bad guy Agreed. and this is not somebody that, that you should ever agree with. And if you find yourself agreeing with him, you know, you need to do some serious self analysis. And I think once you get to the secret empire part of the story, the cracks are really showing, you know, that, that, that by the time you get to secret empire, the hypocrisy of, of Hydrocap's positions, um, you know, are so apparent, uh, you know, like that, like he's just, he's a villain. You know, like he might be a villain saying, oh, I don't want to kill anybody or, you know, saying I just want to make the world a better place. But what he's doing is irreconcilable with those values. And that was a big part of the story was that you could take, uh, you know, that you could take somebody like Steve Rogers, you know, who 
is like an innately and inherently good and noble person. But if you slap this value system on top of them, if you slap this belief system on top of them, it's irreconcilable. Like that just good person and and bad beliefs, they just don't they just don't match. They just don't mix. And, uh, you know, so what you're really seeing is a guy who's just completely at odds with himself, uh, you know, and and so. You know, by the end of it, I think he's pretty laid bare. Like, like I think, I think by the time you get to get to, in the same way that the heroes kind of rally at the end of seven, to me, at the end of seven, when he turns on Sharon and he decides to declare war, uh, you know, you're you're just, you know, the the mask is off. Like, like it's it's just a bad guy. Um, and so, you know, I I think that that. You know, in this story, we worked very hard to make sure that there was no confusion about who the good guys were and who the bad guys were. And at the end of the day, that's all you can that's all you can really do. Agreed. And I again, I, I also agree with you in that sentiment of the difference between I don't want to read this story and you shouldn't publish this story. And I, I always say as a, as a guy who comes from journalism, my First Amendment gene kicks in and it's like no fuck <laughs> you don't you dare tell yeah. the publisher that uh i you we use the example of man in the high castle there was a very powerful novel that came out i want to say in the early 80s called fatherland that uh yeah, yeah. supposed a germany winning world war ii and uh the united states kind of you know they didn't invade the united states as they do in the man in the high castle but uh, a president joseph kennedy appeases uh, and comes to an appeasement agreement right, with, right. with the regime and a very old Adolf Hitler is about to make his first appearance in uh, the United States as a welcomed, you know, uh, foreign leader when all of a sudden right. this, this German policeman uncovers this conspiracy that's about to topple the entire Reich if he is allowed to live. And it's a, it's a different yeah. story. But again, it doesn't celebrate. It, and, and it is different from, from your story, which I think, as you say, I think everyone very clearly, it's like, no, this behavior is bad. Now, there were things that, again, are innocent comic book things, like having the lenticular thing that came out from Free Comic Book Day that, you know, went from the cap shield to the Hydra symbol and stuff like that. And again, yeah, yeah. And again and, that's just, you know, I, well, that's I, like I, yeah. monster movie stuff. It's like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's yeah, it, look, we're not, pro, you know, you're not from, we, I'm not part of it. But again, I get, I get it. What gets me mad, and, and I, I sympathize with you and frankly Marvel, is uh, a bunch of comic book journalists, in air quotes, that don't understand and that have seen the the gotcha trick of oh my god cap is dead they killed captain america and it's like no they didn't he's coming back and now it's <laughs> oh my god cap is evil okay no this is there's a story let the story play out and truly some very vocal old time comic book journalists that were marvel shouldn't write this it's like what what kind of journalist are you where you actually believe that and, and I'm just saying that from my well, own personal it's, yeah, it's, level of it's dis- dis- surprise yeah, it's and frankly, beyond disagreement yeah. of what the fuck are you talking about? What is wrong with you? It's okay not to like this story. And that's, hey, man, I'm having my issues with uh, Sarek being, uh, you know, the new Star Trek Discovery <laughs> character's mentor. And I'm like, you, you know, don't do that. And, and, and so, you know, yeah. hey, we all have our troll moments or our this will not stand in my geek world. 
But again, not to the point where it's like, well, of course you have the right to tell that story. Well, I think it's it's getting harder and harder sure. because the zeitgeists are getting more and more powerful. And, you know, it's easy to just kind of get swept up in these waves of being angry at something and, and being hypercritical of something and, and kind of closing your mind off to something. Uh, you know, that that's that's just kind of part of the world that we live in now that, you know, there's there's not a lot of applause given for careful consideration anymore now it's you know now it's it's how can i hit something as hard as well, i can what are you feeling in your uh, gut? and let's let everyone know what you're feeling in your gut right now yeah yeah and you know like like we have such an instant response culture that you know we don't we don't think about what we're about to say before we say it nearly as much as we used to but look i look i i think that in in with it all wrapped and you know with it all done like i said i totally understand that we, you know, we broke uh, some toys or appeared to break some toys in a way that was very upsetting to, to, to a lot of folks. And I, I, I'm totally uh, sympathetic to that. I'm, I'm, I would never hold it against somebody telling me, you know, that the story just was not for sure. me. You know, I, I, I completely understand that, um, you know, and uh, but again, that doesn't mean we shouldn't have told the story that, that, you know, because there's also a, a big audience that, you know, like I got to hear from loads of people the other day when the issue came out, you know, that they, you know, that they were really excited by it and motivated by it. And they found the ending, you know, to be really moving and inspiring. And that's, you know, that was always the, the end goal. That was always the aim. Um, and, you know, I'm, 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 you know, happy to see that for the folks who, gave it a shot and read it from start to finish. It, it, you know, it seems like there's, uh, you know, a lot of positive response to it. Um, but you know, again, if it wasn't your speed, that's fine. But I think that a lot of the accusations and things that came over time and how, how a lot of it seemed to get so personalized and things like that, that's look, I'm not the last writer that's going to deal with that right. stuff. You know, that that is, kind of the culture that's that's in the air and all all you can do again is you know and what i what i think we try to do here uh you know is stay focused on telling the story that you set out to tell uh you know i give marvel uh enormous credit uh they you know never really blinked you know that 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 certainly i sometimes i hear these like rumor sites or whatever like uh, you know, or just like these, just these, these weird posts that have this idea of us like scrambling around rewriting everything and changing endings. And I, you know, and for me, it's like, I just, I think it's adorable that anybody thinks I had time to rewrite anything. Like I, I like, like, like these are the first drafts people. Like, like these are, these are, you know, uh, these are, these are a draft and a letter you proof. These, these are not, uh, issues that are that are getting a bunch of, of passes and getting thrown around to a bunch of people. Uh, that was not the kind of schedule that we were on. But, uh, you know, you, and also, uh, while I pitched the whole story in, uh, you know, in early 2015, the Hail Hydra moment happened in May of 2016. So it was still a year uh, until Secret Empire, you know, like, like, and uh, if if we were going to decide to pull the plug or whatever, like 
it would have been, I imagine, then you know, like 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 when when all of the internet exploded at the Hail Hydra thing, uh, you know, like like we would have still had loads of time uh, to 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 go back and redo things if we if we so chosen to. But you know, I give Marvel a lot of credit. They they heard all of it. They saw all of it. They said we have a story that we believe is going to win people over. We have a story that we believe is worth telling. And, you know, we're going to stick with it and stand by it. And they never asked me for any changes based on any of that stuff. Uh, And, you know, I I think that they deserve a tremendous amount of credit uh, for for that, because, you know, that really is uh, putting the story first. You know, uh, it's 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 not easy when, you know, uh, a huge contingent on uh, social media or what have you are, you know, screaming really horrible, really hurtful things at you uh, all the time. And, you know, there were lots of threats involved with this one and, uh, you know, going to going to shows and stuff like that was uh, a nerve wracking experience. Um, And, you know, like like that's the you know, like the fever got really high uh, on some of this stuff. And. You know, I, I just I'm really grateful that I had, you know, great editors and great bosses, uh, you know, who really believed in the story and had faith that we could pull it off. And to, to now kind of be here and put the put the punctuation mark on it. And all we've got left is is the epilogue that is enormously rewarding. This has been, you know, two and a half years of my life on this yeah, thing. Man. So, uh so I might have to view it as worth it no matter what, just as coping. But uh, I think it's pretty sincere. I, th- I think I feel like it was worth it. I hear it. you, man. And, and honestly, I, I congratulate you for having a thick skin because I think uh, there were uh, not only social media people, but again, I think certain websites that just went to ridiculous levels of scrutiny <laughs> of every word you said. Uh, you're an outspoken guy. And obviously this – Yeah, I'm mouthy. I'm mouthy, yeah. so I make it well, easy. And, and no, but, <laughs> no, but honestly, this is a different world, and this is a different world where everything you say online is scrutinized. And I'm sorry that it is that way. I am certainly less – Can you imagine – can you imagine you'll, – you'll know this you know, better than most. Can you imagine if like the, the, the old guard guys – uh, you know, like 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 the guys that were making books in the seventies sure. and eighties. Can you imagine if you put them in today's like, social media landscape? Stuff, yeah, I just think about some of the stuff that you hear them that they, you know you hear of them saying and things like that. And you're just like, man, you don't understand. Like sometimes I'll I'll like hear somebody be like, you know, today's creators just treat fans so horribly, and it's like, champ, if you could have been at a show not even that long ago, like like in the in the nineties. If you'd gone to a show and, you know, interacted with some of these guys, you you would have been amazed. Those guys did not put up with a lot of bullshit. And uh, today's creators are way, way sweeter uh, than, you know, uh, than I think a lot when a lot of the environment was back then. Well, so, and I, you know, uh, it's definitely a different yeah, time. Well, like I, I got to interview Marv Wolfman this spring at uh, Salt He's Lake awesome. City. And and it yeah. was a great conversation. And I'm like, okay, so you have underage Tara sleeping with Deathstroke, or De- uh, yeah, Deathstroke, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and, yeah, in, yeah. In you know, in the uh, in the Judas contract and everything. And I'm like, you know, did you get any blowback for that? And he's like, no. 
And of course not, because it was a different time. And again, now, are you kidding me? The amount of parent groups that probably would stand up and the the shaking of fists and things like that. I mean, uh, yeah, it's and again, it's oh, this is how society works. We go from the Victorian age to the jazz age where, you know, the Victorian age, everything was very strict and proper to right. anything went in that post-World War One period. Sure, and things sure. go crazy. And again, we're obviously facing it now. The the ideas of the New Deal and Roosevelt's administration and the fight of World War Two led to the peacetime of the 50s, but also the suspicions of the Un-American Activities Committee and McCarthyism. And then we had the 60s and all the rebels. And then even more so, and getting into my awareness of the world, you know, Nixon and Watergate. And after that, a very vocal and proud society saying, hey, government, we're watching everything you do because we clearly can't trust you. And in fact, the subsequent administrations put up a bunch of safeguards to say, no, an executive can't have the kind of power we were just talking about. And then Reagan comes in and knocks all that down. And we go through Iran-Contra. And again, things, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And, and again, that's the thing. It goes back and forth. And as you get older, you, you do, you know, get that kind of perspective, but yeah, um, again, this social media world we're just at the beginning of this new kind of scrutiny and it's an imperfect scrutiny. And I think unfortunately a lot of byproducts yeah. of bad. And I, I, I think that for me, for me as a creator, it's, it's always been a challenge because I really like interacting with sure. people about my stories. Like, like, like maybe even more than, you know, the average sure. creator. Like I, I like the discussion and I like being available you for the discussion. The sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, on this, that really tried it to an extreme, you know, that, that, that this, that this was a difficult conversation, uh, to be a part of at times and, and, and keep your cool. Uh, but you know, uh, you do your best, you know, um, I, I, I think it's, it's a really interesting, there's, I think there's a lot of debate among creators right now about how much do you respond? How much do you talk right. about your stories? Uh, you know, like like at what point are you getting in the way of your story? Um, you know, and, you know, at what point, you know, in the, just the separation of art and artist and all these things. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's I think it's really interesting uh, to me. I, you know, it's, it, it's to me like the, when I was a kid and the first time I saw I saw Shakespeare, the first the first thing I loved about it was the audience interaction. You know, the, 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 the first thing that I loved was that, you know, the story would break for somebody to, you know, to interact with or make commentary to the yes. audience. And where they would address, you know, and I just address the audience directly with a monologue. Or yeah. Like that. Go on. Yeah. And, and the, you know, then when you know the, the history of it and everything, you know that, you know, like like he was getting nonstop yes. booze and people were shouting things. They were the soap operas and, you know, of their day. He would, I, in fact, had that argument yeah, with and that he podcaster. would then And that he would then go and write things in to respond to uh, the things that he was hearing from the audience. And, you, you know, you tend to think, well, yeah, because that's so much of the fun of the sure. job is, is you know, the, 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 the give and take between the stage and the audience. Uh, and so I try to... Uh, you know, try to keep that wall as low as I can. But yeah, in, in, in this environment, 
that's getting harder and harder when there's you know so much that's invested in um, getting people angry rather than having any kind of sincere conversation and and you know when it's more of like a fault finding expedition or trying to kind of put you in a trap rather than uh, you know you just you know interacting with the audience about 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 a story uh, it's getting harder for sure. Well- if I can um, real fast too, because but, I appreciate your Shakespeare yeah. comparison, and I've seen you get shitted on for making that comparison. You are not comparing <laughs> yourself to the bar. <laughs> I am most certainly not. Uh, but you know, th- this this is a rhetorical thing that drives me insane now. That now you can't do any uh, comparisons without somebody making right. a joke about equivalency yes. well and it's like that's it's not taken as a joke absurd. it's taken as a comment and yeah. an editorial comment and again another thing yeah. regarding social media right now is the biggest cowards in the world are the ones that make these opinions known and do it under scooter boy or vader and my favorite example is you are never <laughs> going to win an argument with vader 28 and i can say that about certain bloggers out there as well and they are the biggest cowards yeah. of all and it, and I am, and this is John Suntress saying this, so let's be clear about that because it does it angers it's, me yeah. because I do think as Spider Man tells us, not comparing myself to Spider Man, with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> and I think it's okay to make an editorial right. comment and say I didn't like this story, but again, Absolutely. when I saw uh, truly, I uh, my my heart went out to you when you're making this point about a theatrical device of the Shakespearean era. I'm sure Christopher <laughs> right, Marlowe right, used it in right. his plays. And it's like, and it's like now, and now he, now he thinks he's Shakespeare. Exactly. And you're like, no, that, that's not what right. that means. And shame um, on you for, that, for you know, if he, and I, and I don't believe but, that they are that dumb that they believe that. No, and of it's course just not. An, of course it's just an not. easier way just, to shoot at you again. It's, it's just, you know, it's, it's well, just, it's just setting a trap and, and waiting for somebody to say anything. And, and, uh, you know, it, look, at the end of the day, I, you know, and and I know that loads of my peers like do this as the coping mechanism. At the end of the day, I get the job that you know that that lo- lots of these people really would love to have, and even that lots of the people reading their stuff would like to have. I get to sit down and you know write the stories of of, of Captain America, and I get to sit down and you know write stories about Hawkeye and Black Widow and Iron Man and. Uh, you know, like, like I get, I get to do that. So, uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I, 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 I'm winning okay. <laughs> you know? like for as long as I, for, for as long as I get to do that or choose to do that, uh, sure. you know, it's, it's, it's all working out for the best. Um, and you know, like I, I, criticism is, is absolutely a part of the job. Uh, you know, I like uh, good criticism. I, you know, I, it, it can be a huge help. And even some of the folks that I think have, have really crossed the line on this thing, uh, and, you know, let it get way too heated or way too nasty or whatever. It's not that they've never made a good point, you know, like, like it's, it's not that I've, I've, I've never thought, oh yeah, you know, that, that some of that's sure. fair. Um, but you know, I think what I, what I would wish for, uh, coming out of this, uh, and I don't think I'm going to get it, but, uh, you know, my wish would be that instead of assuming the worst about each other, you know, that we could have these conversations in a more constructive and, you know, productive way. 
uh, you know, that, that we could kind of approach each other more respectfully and that like, you know, uh, we could, we could couch our thoughts in points rather than insults. And, uh, and, you know, that's not, you know, to say that I'm perfect at these things. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've certainly, you know, had my share of, of, you know, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that, or, you know, ah, that might've been too mean. Uh, you know, that, that is again, uh, part of the impulse control, uh, uh, you know that 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 we all kind of have to have in an age where we can f- fire our thoughts off so quickly. So, so I hope that you know the next time something like this comes around, and it will, like like the like the now that this one's now that this story is done, the clock is just starting on the next time. Uh, you know, I mean, I saw uh, you know DC announce a story not too long ago that. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to say what oh, it was or anything, just because like, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> I'll, sure. I'll take the bullet. Sure. That's the one. Uh, you know, uh, but you know, you just. I immediately started seeing stuff pop up in my feed about people yelling about that, and I'm like, my God! All they've released is a yeah. cover. Like you have, you have no idea what this yeah. story is, and uh, you know, and I, I, you know, my heart went out to everybody involved in that book because like. It's it, it's just that's kind of the environment that we're in now, and um, you know. So my hope is that somehow we can find ways to 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 talk about these things uh, a, a little more productively. But I I I, I think it's probably going to get a lot worse before I, it gets I, better. Uh, honestly, I, I think so. we see the evidence online, and again, you know, well, uh, um, that's why I. I I, I try to be I, I try to be honest with my feelings as I think I've expressed in terms of my frustrations with Secret Empire, but uh, but again I, I I don't believe anyone is doing it with any evil intent, and again that's that's where I draw the line, and when when things get silly, that's when I stand up too and say, no fuck you, sorry, you know again you've weakened your own argument by the pettiness that you are uh, including along with maybe a valid point. And also your sure. the lack of putting your name on it, as as Jay Moore would say. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's kind of true. Sure. Put your name on it, man. If you really feel sure. this way, then have the guts to say it. Don't hide under a pseudonym, because it's it it, sure. it kind of weakens your argument for people who really step back and kind of look at the whole picture. All right, moving on from all that nonsense, because yeah. that's my editorial yeah. comment. But uh, <laughs> no, so what what is that? Have they announced what you're doing next? They have not, or or I just say it has not been. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, when I got done with this thing, I was very clear. I needed some time to, uh, to rest. Uh, I got virtually none, but at least it's not as, uh, intense or as hectic as it, as it was. But, uh, next year is going to be really exciting. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming. So, uh, you know, but I have to kind of keep my mouth shut about yeah, it for sure. now. And but I'm, 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 but I'm, 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 I'm really excited and really happy about about what's Okay, next. that's cool. So, what about your image books? Any any uh, news on uh, the image front? Yeah, we're we're getting the fix back on track Good. right now, um, and you know should should be getting you guys a few more issues here this year. Uh, so uh, so we're kind of back and rolling on that, and then. You know, pretty soon, hopefully, we'll 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 get Morning Glories rolling again. Uh, but um, again, you know, next year, okay, uh, can't really can't really say a whole lot until then. Other than please know that I'm enjoying getting some extra sleep, Attaboy. and 
uh, eating a little better and, and not, 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 uh, not driving, uh, Tom Brevoort and Alana Smith crazy missing, missing my deadlines and turning in scripts at, at 5am and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's right now is really just about, uh, taking it easy and catching my breath before we get rolling on the next cool, thing. Man. Very good. Well, as you said, um, Omega comes out a week from Wednesday. And yeah. um, and then right. Generations comes out early October or uh, comes out late. Oh, does, okay, still this month. Very good. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Excellent, man. Into 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 well, September. Well, I I will say thank you for an interesting run on Captain America, and I and I appreciate uh, the provocative subjects that you tackled. And uh, you know, hey, true. yeah. I mean, I I wanted to say thank you to you. I mean, we've done I think. Since the start of the cap run, I think we've done like four of these or five something of these, like something that. like that. And, and like including done, uh, that press yeah. conference where I think was the the great fake out right. of, uh, okay, so now Steve's, uh, Steve's, Steve's back to being young. What's coming yeah, up for yeah, Steve? Yeah. Oh, really Literally interesting. Literally an hour of me, hour, an hour of me just lying to people <laughs> through my teeth. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I, 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 this has been really great. These are the only, uh, you know, interviews that I've, that I've done through this and in a podcasting uh, way, you mean, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I did any, any, uh, you know, any, any print interviews after, uh, other than maybe at the announcement of secret okay. empire, it, like, like, the but, video uh, stuff, you know, I, you, I've done did you guys, cause you and Tom obviously were doing some video stuff to support the story too. Yeah. 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 We did some in-house uh, you know, some, some, some video stuff, but generally I've wanted to like, uh, try to keep it to a minimum, but I think these have been, uh, really fantastic. And, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of nice, uh, feedback on them and, and, you know, so I just, I just want to say, you know, thank you for, for, for giving us the chance to do these. Well, you know, honestly, the, whether they succeed or fail in terms of readership and how they are perceived, once they are on the bookshelf and it's it's past the moment and the things, I am fascinated by the mechanics behind events and especially events I give a shit about. You know, I mean, you know, there might there might be <laughs> sure. an X Men event that I don't, you know, they might fly pa- by me and stuff. <laughs> with apologies to to you now 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 enjoy these emails from the oh X-Men please fans. they're well aware. you know I forget <laughs> what uh, book I I happen to like quietly complain about online without naming it. And someone's like, what X book is pissing you off now? And, I, and, I, and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 it's not an X book. I swear to God, because <laughs> they don't piss me off. I'm indifferent to them. Um, and I do. I always, yeah. Oh, I know what it was. I said, I always get upset when a, a guy that I really, or a woman whose talents I really respect, and they end up on a book that I don't give a shit about the, the hero. And there are a few examples sure. that a creator can turn my mind around and say, you know, I mean, and again, I trust Brian enough, Bendis. That when he was writing yeah. X Men, I was reading X Men, and yeah. I because yeah. I know how I like the way Brian writes. But there are examples right. of, and I think it was like uh, didn't uh, Ed either had a I think it was a Magneto story. It was either a Magneto story or sure. it was yeah. yeah yeah okay. And yeah, I'm yeah. like I Brew Baker. I love Brew Baker, but I'm like I don't give a shit about it. Not in for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just the way it yeah, is. Sometimes, sometimes. So, that happens. You know, oh, you know, sure. one more thing I need to plug yeah, before I forget is. Uh, uh, for everybody that read Secret Empire, uh, we're doing a story in uh, the Not Brand Eck one oh, shot. Oh, very fun! Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about that because I, I I love Not Brand Eck and love what the and, 
so to get to do something in one of those is uh, really fun for me. And um, yeah, so that comes out, I believe, in October or November, some, sometime in the fall. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just a little story about Secret Empire, a nice little uh, last cool. word. Uh, on that, where I'll just try to like mock myself mercilessly and um, you know uh, uh, agree with you about all the things that were wrong with this. So, <laughs> so it should That's be excellent. fun. Well, honestly, man, no. Thank you for the candor in terms of dealing with tough subjects and, and again uh, pulling the curtain back and showing us the workings behind some of these events. So, uh, yeah, good luck and looking forward to uh, what's next for you in Marvel and certainly uh, your your image work as well. And uh, we st- it's it's like I said, it's going to it's going to be a while. Nobody worry about me. I am on vacation. Uh, I, you know, I'll I'll, I'll see are you. Soon. Are you staying clear of conventions <laughs> in, the, in the months ahead as well? I'm going to do New York and I oh, think great. that's it. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be at New York. Yeah, we'll see. You um, in New York and uh, but that's uh, that's all. That's and are all. you doing panels so, or are you just, they, you know, I think I've got I think I've got just one. I think I think just just one or okay. two, so uh, not not a lot. Going to keep it Setting light. Up an artist again, alley? vacation. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, again, we're going we're 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 going the easy route. I've earned yeah, I can it. I appreciate that. Okay. So All right. uh, I gotta I gotta spend those royalties. <laughs> so well, I, uh, uh, well <laughs> I, maybe I hope I hope to find you at the end of a signing or something like that. That's the one thing that drives me nuts yeah. about the Javits Center, man. It is a long, slow oh. walk. No matter where they put Artist Alley, Brutal. between Artist Alley and the main floor. Nope. Uh, I'll see you guys when I have my my panels and my signing signs. And other than that, I trust you to to navigate those right, crowds. Uh, <laughs> well, enjoy the break. So yeah, but I'll, I'll see absolutely. you guys. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, and we'll talk soon. And when there's something new to talk about, let me know. Fantastic. There we go, Nick Spencer. Don't forget the Omega issue of Secret Empire comes out this week. And uh, as Nick said, he's going to lay low, but it'll be in New York Comic Con in October. I look forward to seeing him there. Uh, we didn't get into uh, Sam Wilson and the ramifications of uh, where his character is moving forward post-Secret Empire. Um, I hope to uh, do that with Nick on a future conversation. And shame on me for not bringing up Sam in the story. I was so obsessed with the changes to Steve and the various deaths that we experienced. Uh, those were the things that were on my mind in terms of the wrap-up of Secret Empire and uh, Sam, uh, I think, stayed uh, true to the hero that he was. And, uh, you know, you count on Sam Wilson for doing the right thing. But uh, I'm sorry that we didn't talk more about Sam's role in Secret Empire. I hope to do that with Nick in a future conversation. But I hope you enjoyed today's Word Balloon. It was brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you again, League, for your wonderful support via Patreon. Uh, if you want to help the cause and subscribe to Word Balloon, do you think Word Balloon is worth uh, the price of a comic book? Then go to uh, wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad, or go directly to patreon.com slash wordballoon. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. Great Marvel Masterworks available at InStock Trades, and that's Volume 2 of Luke Cage, Power Man. This covers issues 17 through 31. Great stories from Tony uh, Tony Isabella. The Great Len Wein, Don McGregor, George Tusca. God, I love George Tusca art. And Ron Wilson. God, I love Ron Wilson art. Pretty cool, man. Uh, this is uh, 312 pages. You got a Gil Kane cover on this Masterworks. It's 50% off, just $37.50. And you can get 
the two variant uh, cover versions. It's the same price in InStockTrades.com. You can also get things like Amazing Spider-Man Worldwide, Volume 2. This is Dan Slott, uh, and it covers uh, Spider-Man uh, 2015 from Issue 12 to 19. If you can keep uh, track of the numbering, God bless you. But uh, it's uh, a very interesting collection of uh, Spider-Man stuff, and it's uh, 232 pages, 42% off this card cover. It's just $20.29. DC has republished Batman Year One, and why not? It's one of the greatest Batman stories ever. Uh, It features uh, comics from uh, 404 through 407 of the original Batman run. Frank Miller... David Mazzuccelli, it also uh, has reproductions of original layouts, promotional art, unseen Mazzuccelli Batman art, Richmond Lewis's color samples, and let's not forget Richmond Lewis's wonderful palette that he gave us for Batman Year One. This is the deluxe edition. It's 42% off. It also is $20.29. You can also get Man-Thing by R.L. Stein. Pretty cool that uh, he was uh, writing Man-Thing uh, for his arc. It collects uh, the first five issues of Man-Thing. Uh, German Peralta is uh, the artist. 112 pages, 42% off, $9.27. You can also get Death Note, the slipcase graphic novel. Uh, this uh, features all the, uh, of course, wonderful, uh, you know, I'm, I can't even begin to pr- pronounce the wonderful creators of Death Note, but it's a classic story. We all know it. It's also even uh, recently been uh, adapted for a Netflix movie. And uh, this is really one of the one of the greats of manga. Uh, Twenty four hundred pages in this collection. It also c- uh, create, contains an epilogue character, uh, an epilogue chapter. Excuse me, never before seen in English. Uh, this is thirty uh, percent off. Twenty seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Just some of the great books that are available at InStockTrades.com. Take a look for yourself. You'll find great books at great prices at InStockTrades.com. Thanks again for listening. More episodes on the way. I've got this backload of uh, interviews that I I must get out. So uh, there'll be another Word Balloon coming uh, again later this week, at at least one if not two. And uh, I know I keep saying that, but I'm always a couple days late. But uh, I hope uh, it's worth the wait and you get these great conversations that I've been having lately with wonderful creators. In some cases, uh, new new first-timers. Can't wait to share one of those coming up this week. Uh, a good friend comes back for a great conversation as well in uh, in the days ahead. But uh, just keep it here at wordballoon.com or wherever you get Word Balloon via iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all the platforms that you can find Word Balloon at right now. Uh, great conversations coming your way uh, with some of my favorite creators, and I'm guessing some of yours as well. Until next time, thanks for listening. Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2017.